Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, November 17th, 2020. The Republican Georgia Secretary of State is under fire from Republicans. We'll discuss that. Plus, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris get an unofficial national security briefing today. Why is that? We'll tell you. And finally, the Biden administration continues to take shape as the president-elect fills out his senior West Wing staff. Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger has had quite the last week and a half or so. Basically, since the election, he has come under fire by his fellow Republicans. The two Republicans running in the Senate runoff races down there in Georgia, Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue, immediately called for his resignation. Donald Trump has been heaping insults his way since he doesn't think that he ran the Georgia election fair and square. Why doesn't he think that? Because Joe Biden actually won Georgia. And now Lindsey Graham, who, by the way, is from South Carolina, as chairman of the Judiciary Committee in the Senate, feels it's his role to meddle in Georgia's election process. Apparently, according to the Secretary of State down there, on Friday, Lindsey Graham and Raffensperger have a call, and Raffensperger's uh, interpretation of that call is that Lindsey Graham was calling to find out if some of these mail ballots in Georgia can actually be discarded because they don't meet up with signature requirements. Again, Lindsey Graham has no jurisdiction, even as chairman of the Judiciary Committee, over the execution of the election process in Georgia. It is Raffensperger, who is the chief elections officer in Georgia, charged with the responsibility of carrying out a free and fair election. He did that, by the way. Joe Biden won it. First time a Democrat did so since 1992. But that's not stopping Donald Trump and his allies, like Lindsey Graham, from trying to throw everything they can against the wall to see if anything sticks. And the secretary of state in Georgia, well, he's not having it. Well, it's just an implication that uh, uh, look hard and see how many ballots you could throw out. Well, he asked if the ballots could be matched back to the voters. Now, Graham says he was not looking for ballots to get thrown out. He was uh, asking about the integrity of the mail ballots and the process in which they get verified. But again, why is Lindsey Graham doing that? Then his office later today said he also talked to elections officials in Nevada and Arizona, although nobody in Nevada Secretary of State's office seems to know what Lindsey Graham is talking about and totally unfamiliar with anyone from the Secretary of State on down in Nevada talking to Lindsey Graham. But clearly, Graham is out there trying to do the president's bidding in an election that Joe Biden won decisively. 306 electoral votes to 232 His national popular vote lead is more than 5.6 million now. He has the highest percentage of the national popular vote any challenger to an incumbent has received since FDR in 1932. This is not a small Joe Biden victory. And part of what made it so substantial was flipping a state like Georgia uh, from red to blue after many decades being a reliably Republican state. None of that suggests that there's something untoward. There's a hand recount underway in Georgia, and the vote is going to get certified on Friday. And what did we learn from the Secretary of State in Georgia about that hand recount? It is basically not going to move many votes. There's just not a whole lot of difference about the hand audit and recount underway from the initial canvas that took place. 
meaning the lead that Joe Biden had somewhere around 14,000 votes, 13,000 votes, that's going to be about the lead he has when the hand recount is done. And that is why Georgia's 16 electoral votes are in Joe Biden's column, because he won the state, despite the cloud of questioning and investigation that Lindsey Graham wants to apply here, which is totally unfounded and is quite befuddling as to why Lindsey Graham, who just won re-election himself for six years, is doing President Trump's bidding as President Trump is on his way out the door. Now, here's what else matters today. President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Harris are set to receive a briefing from diplomatic intelligence and defense officials. Now, these are not officials in the U.S. government right now who have been assigned the task of going to brief the president-elect and vice president-elect with national security intelligence, with the presidential daily brief. No, that's not happening because the president has not authorized the actual formal transition process to take place. His political appointee, who heads up the General Services Administration, Ellen Murphy, who is the person charged in the U.S. government with uh, beginning that formal transition process through this mechanism known as ascertainment, none of that is happening because Donald Trump doesn't want it to happen. No, what Biden and Harris are getting today is their allies, some friendly folks to the Biden-Harris team who have expertise in intelligence and in defense, and in diplomacy, put together a briefing on national security matters for the president-elect and vice president-elect. But let's be clear. What the Biden transition is doing here isn't as much about the briefing that's taking place as opposed to a picture that is going to show the briefing that isn't taking place because Donald Trump is not allowing a regular, normal, peaceful transfer of power to take place yet. And finally today, Joe Biden is giving us a closer look at what his top West Wing team is going to look like when he takes office on January 20th of 2021. Uh, named a whole slew of senior advisors, including Congressman Cedric Richmond of Louisiana, who announced today he will be vacating his House seat to join the Biden administration uh, as a senior advisor to the president. And he will be doing uh, a lot of the Office of Public Engagement work is what he's going to oversee. Biden's campaign manager, Jen O'Malley Dillon, is going into the administration as a deputy chief of staff. So she'll obviously be working closely with Ron Klain, the already named uh, incoming chief of staff. Mike Donlin, uh, who is the Biden campaign's chief strategist and one of the longest serving Biden political hands that exists for somebody, obviously, like Joe Biden, whose career has spanned over decades. Mike Donilon has been at his side for a lot of it. Uh, he's going to go in as a senior advisor to the president, as is Steve Roschetti, who was the chairman of the Biden campaign. And you may recall, was one of Joe Biden's uh, senior advisors and counselors uh, in the Obama-Biden administration. Rashetti also uh, part of that small group that's been around Biden for a while. So what you do see with the team that Biden is putting together, his closest West Wing advisors, for the most part, uh, are going to be people that have known him a long time, that have been part of his innermost circle for counsel throughout his Senate career, his vice presidency, and now his campaign uh, for the presidency. Those those are the people he's going to surround himself with. It's not a lot of new, fresh faces uh, that will be new to Biden's orbit in that innermost sanctum 
of uh, the West Wing senior staff. It is worth noting, though, the Cedric Richmond announcement is getting some blowback from progressives on the left. That's different when he announced Ron Klain last week as chief of staff. You saw Elizabeth Warren tweeted out praise. There was uh, some other progressive groups that went out there and, and praised Ron Klain. Cedric Richmond is being met with a lot of skepticism, especially from uh, the environmental progressive community. This is putting the Biden administration right away on notice that those divisions that exist inside the Democratic Party that were largely papered over for the goal of defeating Donald Trump throughout the campaign season, uh, they're not going to be papered over any longer. There are about 64 days to go before Biden takes office, and he's already facing some blowback uh, from within his own party at just the announcement of this senior advisor. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please do me a favor, take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.